0: Play action pass, Cofield rolls <laughs> to the right, looking downfield, now he gets the pass off and it's complete on the far sideline, looks like Dylan Brooks snagged it at about the five. Double wing formation with Meadows
1: at the ring, behind Cofield, same play start. off the right side, got some running room, he's got start. a first bait, first guard. He's, he's going down, down the house to down Tigers!
0: Cofield out of the shotgun with Meadows, to his left and Brooks the tight end on the right side. Meadows on the stretch plate to the right side. Bounces it to the outside. Down the sideline, slips a tackle, breaks another one. He's into the end zone, don't see any flags. Touchdown Tigers. So comes in motion underneath. Cofield takes the snap, rolls back. Now looking downfield for a receiver, looking for Brooks. He's got it at the 25. Cofield out of the gun. Screen pass to the near side to Quade Lewis, looking for a blocker, he's got one, he's in open
1: field, he's at the five, into the end zone, touchdown, hand.
0: McCarty underneath center, he reverses out,
1: and boom, he is hammered in the backfield. Christian
0: Joe, whoa, yeah. Excuse me, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. underneath, off the right side,
1: and Meadows has got it, he's got he it. Ooh. He's to the 30, 25 20,
0: 15 10, 5. 27 to go in the first in our opening quarter. On the first down play, Cofield back to pass. He's got a wide receiver. He got A Lewis is Good going house. to the
1: house. Touchdown Good. Hanley, No penalty. Ooh. on the play. Ooh.
0: ...center this time, reverses out, hands it off to Meadows, right up the middle. Still on his feet, spins out of a tackle, ooh, still on his feet, ooh. and he shoots him <laughs> all the way to five points. Cardi back to pass, under some pressure from Brooks from the backside. He's going, He's going down. down at the 41. You know, right of Cofield out of the gun as Robertson goes in motion left. Meadows, now they're looking for Robertson really? right up the seam. He's to the, the, the 20. Race. Still on oh. his feet and down at the five yard. And they hand it off to Waller. And by Kotlin ah. in the backfield. To steal a line from you, he de Only He goes big in the backfield as Cofield goes underneath center. Man goes in motion. Meadows off the right side. He's got a first,
1: bank, first down down the sideline. Touchdown Tigers! Woo! Boom!
0: All right, 18 seconds to go here in the first half, Hanley with the football at the 10, second down and goal, power eye formation, Cofield under center, they fake the jet sweep, looking for Brooks in the It is a low line drive kick, fielded at the 10 yard line by Maurice Cameron. Cameron breaks it up in between the hashes, now goes to the far side of the field, trying to pick up a block, he's into open space, picks up a block from Dylan Brooks,
1: still on his feet, breaking tackles, down inside, ACA territory at the 39.
0: First and goal from the 10. Meadows off the right side, breaks a tackle at the line of scrimmage. Into the end zone! <laughs> oh, Touchdown! The oh. Play caught down to 10. 7.50 and counting in the game. Sudi back to pass, under some pressure! Oh
1: yeah! Dylan Brooks! Dylan Brooks, slammed him to
0: the turf and that's a huge play. Second down. and 25, back at the 45. Soody back to pass, fade right up the near sideline, looking for a receiver at
1: Stenis, by Lewis, and Jamiroquai with tremendous coverage on that play. Great job by Jamiroquai, step for step with Cam Jeffrey.
0: And good evening folks, welcome in to the capstone tonight, uh, here in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh and Folks, i, I got to point to my man on the far end of the table, Dr. Don Strength, and, and i got to welcome you to the broadcast tonight.
2: Thank you so much, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, just thanks uh, to all the, the great stuff you guys have done over the last several years. Uh, y'all had some big shoes to fill, and you have filled them well. <laughs> we did. Are you talking about yours or Wes Kinsey's? <laughs> well, both, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, y'all have done a fantastic job, and I'm just humbled to be here and be able to be a part of it this year.
0: Well, we we wanted to do tonight's show, and we wanted to talk a little bit about history of Hanley football, and it goes back a long time, and we're going to talk a little bit tonight. We got some special guests that we got some recordings on. We want to talk about the the 2016 championship, the 2011 championship. We want to go back and talk about some great teams that didn't quite make it to the championship, but they were great football teams. We're going to go all the way back to 1977. Uh, And an interesting interesting story in that, and we'll tell you a little bit about that later, but kind of the preview of that is there was a, a gentleman, we just saw him in the hallway, but he played in that 77 state championship game. He had a son that played in the 2011 championship, and tomorrow, in 2020, his grandson will play for the Hanley Tigers in the state championship. And I know game. exactly who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Tremendous,
3: tremendous legacy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
0: And, and, and listen, he may not be the only one. Yeah. You know, he is the one that he's the only one in this hotel tonight. He's yeah. the only one in the hotel. <laughs> but but there may be somebody else that that has did have a, a child and a grandson. Yeah. And so I you know I don't want to discount anybody he was just the first one that came to mind but we're going to talk a little bit about that tremendous legacy uh tonight as well we're also honored going to be joined by principal todd cole is that todd cole todd cole is the the todd cole he he is in the building and and mr cole is looking for the trifecta tomorrow Uh and i'm just going to go ahead and tell you what what i'm talking about he was on the coaching staff in 2011 in 2016, Todd Cole was the assistant principal. And now in 2020, he is the principal. So he could win one from three different, a ring from three different standpoints. Yeah, we, and yeah. we hope that happens. Exactly. Uh, absolutely. But. He also coached some great teams here, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of those teams. He was on the staff, and, and we're going to get him in that conversation uh, a little bit later. He just got here. He got stuck in traffic in, uh, in Birmingham, but I do have to give him kudos tonight because he made the phone call, and he called over here and got us this room here at the Capstone Hotel and Conference Center for us to be able to bring this football show. And those of you sitting at home, uh, watching the video if that didn't get you in the mood for tomorrow i
3: don't know what will yeah i'm a little fired up i don't know that i'll sleep tonight but uh, i'm ready he, to go he boomed himself That's almost right. out the I side
2: door just a while ago during the highlight video <laughs>
3: Also in the
0: room with us tonight, Tim Altork. Uh, I, I always say he's the the he's leader man. He's the leader man. He, the <laughs> the leader leader man. man. Yeah, yeah, that leader but, guy. The, but leader the leader man. Guy. The leader guy. But he is part of the iSchool Sports crew uh, as well. Bryant Whaley is with us tonight. Matt Knight is in the house with us tonight, and he is uh, doing what uh, Matt loves to do, and that's produce uh, on the video side. And, of course, uh, Lon Hurst uh, to my left here, uh, he's in the house, and uh, he's going to keep us all straight tonight. So, uh, we're we're just glad uh, everybody's He's got here. the that, toughest that, job that, of all. That's a tall task, folks. <laughs> yeah. and, and our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, is in the room tonight, and we're going to get get him on the microphone at uh, some point tonight. We're probably going to go hour and a half uh, tonight, talk a little bit, and build you up to tomorrow's championship game over at Bryant Denny, just right around the corner. Yeah, we're right in the heart of campus, right here at the Capstone. So. And and four of you guys went over there a while ago.
2: Yes, we did. We went around four or five times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was intentional, but we
3: did. But you, Tim, and I were here getting equipment set up, getting ready for this broadcast. Well, we were working hard. Of course. <laughs> I don't know we, that we what we were doing. It, it, yeah. But we passed the capstone
2: sign about four times, and about the fourth time, I said, Matt, I, there's a sign back there. <laughs>
3: He knew, and he knew where he was who, at. He was who trying. was navigating, Lon or Bryant?
0: I don't think anybody <laughs> was to
4: be honest. strictly mad.
0: <laughs> strictly mad.
2: Was, nobody was trying
4: to tell him how to get anywhere. <laughs> and, and,
0: and folks, if you've listened to any of our broadcasts through the years, we have given Bryant up and down one side and and the other about uh, navigating, and uh, Bryant does our driving most of the time, and this year, because of COVID and some various things, Bryant didn't get to make a lot of trips with us, and so Lon tried to navigate us one time, and we now know that Bryant and Lon don't navigate anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, guys, first of all, we're, let's let's jump right into the show, and, uh, and we're going to go back and we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, history of Hanley football. We're going to go back to 1977. And unfortunately, since I am the elder statesman of this bunch in this room, I'm probably the only one that has much knowledge or memory of that football game. And I was a youngster, even when when it happened. But I remember being on the banks of the Tennessee River in Stevenson, Alabama in 1977, and it was colder than you-know-what up there that <laughs> night. Uh, they actually had barrels, 50 gallon barrels on the sidelines wrapped around the field with wood burning in them to keep the people warm. It was that cold. So it was colder than the night in Leeds, Alabama when we went over. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You remember what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Yes, I remember exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It, it it was absolutely frigid that night. But uh, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. But uh, the, the guy that we're talking about uh, that, that has a son and a grandson, and he played in the 77 when, of course, is Barry Bozeman. And I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to uh, Barry this week. Uh, a little bit about that 1977 football team. It was the first team to ever make the state championship game. Uh, Hanley was 2A, and there were only four classes back then. Uh, and that that'll date some of us uh, for sure. Uh, Barry played on that football team, and this is what Barry had to say about that squad.
5: Oh, it was awesome. You know, of course you. Uh, you. Um, uh, the the biggest thing about playing in a game like that is. You know, is the trip there? You know, the camaraderie of the players and and and, and the trip home. You know, the, I remember plays in that game, but the thing I remember most is 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 my friends, my my teammates, and um, but uh, it was it was an awesome.
0: I talked to uh, Barry also uh, about some of the players, and what what's neat about some of those players. Everybody in this room knows players that played on that 77 yeah. championship team. Uh, and uh, like like Le- Lamar Bonner,
6: mm-hmm. uh, he, exactly. he,
0: he was on the roster. Dwayne Foster was <coughs> on the roster. But uh, Barry, of course, was very knowledgeable about some of those players. And this is what uh, Brother Barry Bozeman had to say about some of those players on the team.
5: Yeah, we had, man, we had, you know, I was lucky enough to be a part of a team that had great players. And usually when you're part of something like that, you're, you are, you're surrounded with, with great players. And, um, and everything's got to go right, as you well know. Uh, you got to have a little luck, you know, to get that far and whatever. But, uh, yeah, we had, I, I remember the, uh, the offensive line, uh, averaged, I think like 270, 250. And that was huge back then for a high school. High school team. And I think Frank Hodges, he played the right tackle, and Randy Whaley, he played the right guard, and Harlan Adams played center, and Pat Taylor played beside me at, at the guard, and I played left tackle. And uh, Butch O'Kyson was the uh, tight end, uh, Jody Hamner was a wide receiver, and Edwin Turner was a running back, and uh, uh, Jolie Lewis, which everybody, of course, remembers Jolie, and Chris Hendricks, Chris Daniel. And um, so, uh, yeah, we were—we had a lot of really good players, I'm sure it did.
0: And Barry, in 2011, your son Bradley first ever state championship, and of course it, it was in Tuscaloosa, and he gets to go on to play at the University of Alabama, and of course it, you know he—he's kind of he—he uh, he is a famous person in in Roanoke. But what was it like to go to Tuscaloosa, knowing that Bradley was going to go to college there? in in a a year or so and what was it like watching him play in that state championship game
5: oh it was special very special uh you know you always want your kids to do better than you did and so uh yeah it was real real special when they when they won it for sure what what did bradley tell you about getting
0: to play in that game and what it meant to him
5: we didn't really talk about that much you know it's um it's one of those things that that I don't know until until he looks back on it. You know, he really won't remember that much about it.
0: Um so, he has gotta get to our age. <laughs> that's
5: right. <laughs> that's right. But uh but yeah, we, we talked a little bit about it, but um um it was it was special to him of course and, and of course he was in the same position. He was he played with a lot of great players and uh, um so um
0: Yeah. All right. Tomorrow, grandson Landon, Jody's son, and he is a integral part of this team, being a long snapper, extra points. And I teased him the other night when we were down at downtown fifty six. I told him I wanted to call his name out at least seven times, and I believe we got to six that that night. And, and and yeah, it was that close. And uh, and I told him uh, on Tuesday of this week, I saw him as they they got through practice. I said I said we're gonna get six uh, Friday morning. But what is it like for like for you now to to think about tomorrow? Him being at Bryant Denny in the in the footsteps of of Bradley and and you playing in a state championship game. What does it mean to you?
5: why it makes the hair stand up on my neck you know you just you just think you love your kids until you have grandkids and uh, so it's special very special
0: Of Hanley football is Mike Fisher. The, for, the former mayor, he worked at the recreation department for 30 years uh, and he saw thousands of kids yeah. come through that rec program and grow up. And I talked to Mike Fisher about that 1977 team, and here's what Mike had to say.
7: Well, uh, I, I was actually just uh, had got out of the hospital, I'd had uh, surgery on my appendix, but I did go to the ball game. And uh, it was a long drive. But Jolie Lewis sticks out in my mind uh, as one of the better players that year. You know, we we had a touchdown call back. And uh, Coach Woolley, you know, pitched a fifth because it showed on film that the pitch was a good pitch, but the referees called it back. And Stevenson had a great football team. Of course, Hannah did too that year. I just, uh, Barry Bozeman, you know, I can think of several players. Hamner, uh, they had a great team. And and I think that kind of got the ball rolling for later on because those kids uh, had went 0-20. They they had lost, they had two losing seasons back-to-back, and then they had a a pretty good season like 7-4 or something like that, and then they went to state championship game. So Coach Willie, you know, sticks out in my mind as a good coach even though the first 20 games were defeats. He did pay some people back later on. So, Coach
0: Woolley, a Hall of Fame football coach, and 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 I know that uh, some of those players like Frank Hodges, Calvin Trammell, uh, Edwin Turner. You already mentioned uh, Barry Bozeman and Dusty Hill, uh, just to mention a few, and, and we're we're going to leave out some names, so we don't. Oh, yeah. we, we apologize for that. Uh, and then after after Coach Woolley left. Bill Ragle came back. Ragle was a—he uh, was actually my high school coach, but uh, Bill Ragle was a, a Hanley alum. Actually, went on to play football at uh, Alabama and and actually played a little bit in the NFL. Uh, and he took over and he had some
7: great teams. He did. Uh, his, I think his total records like fifty-three wins here. What few years he played, he did have some great teams. Uh, Stacy Brooks, I can remember Stacy. You know, uh, in the Cottonwood game, Stacy was hurt. Cottonwood beat us, uh, and I think it was the semifinals, but uh, we had several key players that were hurt, and uh, I think that made a difference in the game. I felt like we had the best football team in the state that year. And, and there you hear from Mike Fisher, and he took us
0: on through the Bill Regal uh uh, era, And we, we missed a little audio just a minute ago when we came back when uh, Barry, Barry got finished, but uh, Don, you can kind of recap. You talked about the state championship game that Bradley played in and uh, your comment about uh, when, when he said, uh, you just think you love your kids, wait till your grandkids come along.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, and you know, uh it's um that game was was fantastic. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day for the city of Roanoke, uh, for Randolph County. You know, that's one of the things that just blew my mind. Uh you know, there are a lot of things that stand out about that day, but looking out across Bryant Denny Stadium and seeing, you know, that was that was a, not a COVID year. So, no. you know, the the gate was not limited mm-hmm. and um you know there could not have been three people left in randolph no. county alabama <laughs> you know and it wasn't just randolph county there were people uh from yeah matt's holding his hand well you know you guys yeah. had to had to keep the hamlets going but yeah. you know <laughs> some folks had no choice but and it wasn't just randolph county we well, people were here from from clay, clay county from exactly. from all from over chambers county yeah. i mean cleaver county yeah, yeah. It was exactly. was just you know and that's the way it ought to be you yeah. know and, and uh I, I know we're limited because of this thing called COVID, but but I really hope to see the same thing tomorrow. And I think we will. I think the we will, The weather may be a little iffy to start the day, but and I'm going to hang on to something here. I will get into it toward the end of this program to keep folks Start with an <laughs> S. <laughs> yeah, well, we <we'll> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We did one in Birmingham one time. I thought it was going to. It was cold.
3: <laughs> and I don't think whatever the weather is tomorrow is going to deter our crowd. We're going to no, travel well. We're yeah, going to have yeah. a crowd here. Yeah, Bryant Denny to cheer on our Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. And we apologize, folks. We, we kind of jumped
0: around. We missed a little bit of the audio on the video side. So I wanted to kind of go back and, and recap that. And, and and you heard Mike Fisher talking about some of the 77 team. You heard him talk about the uh, some years with uh, – coach bill ragel who mm-hmm. was my coach uh and and there were some great teams uh and one of those guys is going to have a son tomorrow playing uh, and he is a five-star recruit from going to tennessee uh stacy brooks played Absolutely. on one of those great teams well, he, 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 he was Stacey.
3: yeah he was a good running back as we've had here at Hanley high school uh i remember that well that was you know my grade school years uh, kind of go back a little bit but uh you know, uh, he was one of the guys. Leslie Hines was another on that team that uh, you know uh, that you you wanted to watch and watch him play. But uh, I remember station Brooks well running the ball. Uh, he and his brother Stanford yeah, both. That's who I you was. You know, I don't know if Stanford you. was on that team in '83 that we're talking about, but uh, he was a tremendous back as well. And uh, Jackie Tucker. Jackie Tucker. Mm-hmm. He,
0: he, he he was a he was another one that was uh, that was fantastic. All right, we're going to jump ahead. Superintendent of Education of Roanoke City Schools, Mr. Chuck Markham. And Chuck had the privilege of coaching at Hanley, and uh, he was actually my coach, your coach. Coach Larry Strain was the offensive coordinator, and they had some tremendous football teams at that time. And uh, I talked to Chuck about some of the teams that he had the opportunity to coach.
8: Well, those uh, those, those first four years, I were he I came here with Coach Parker when he brought me here. The and we uh, Hanley football had been down a little bit before then, just from a number standpoint and kids not playing. And Coach Parker did a great job of getting kids back in the program. And we had some good teams there. And we, we, we knocked on the door some championships there. I mean, we we T.R. Miller beat us one year when we were up 14 to nothing and driving about to go up 21 to nothing. And uh, we didn't score there. And uh, that, that We win that game, we win the state championship because they go on and win it. And that was actually a game here at home. The closest we came to winning one during my coaching career that we did not, I guess it was the 93 team, and I'm terrible with years, but uh, the best defense I ever – was part of we had eight shutouts in a row we went eight weeks and didn't give up a point and uh, and because we had lewis battle, battle back at safety and a bunch of people in front of me it wasn't because of the coach i can assure you uh but we got beat by devil 14 to 12 and uh on some controversial calls and some things that didn't go our way and they were averaging like 46 points a game and we held them to 14. if you told me before the game we could hold them to 14. Uh, i would have been one happy guy but we held them to 14 and got the ball inside the five two or three times and didn't get it in, had some mysterious penalties called and a bunch of things that didn't go our way, but uh, well, we got beat 14 to 12, but that, there's an example. That, that team is, and I'm not taking anything away from our teams that won in 2011 and 2016, they they were on that same level, but they didn't do it. And then since I've been out there, we've had other teams. Coach Motley had a team one year that went to the third round that was a really good football team that Lund Hurst was a quarterback on. They had a good chance to win. Uh, 2009, I think I'd make the argument we've never had a better team than 2009 when Day Day uh, was back there and we went down to UMS right in the third round and beat the number one team that was undefeated 17-14 to 14, and then got rewarded by having to come back the next week and come back and go to Jackson. Now, that wouldn't happen now because I argued and, and politics and everything else get that rule changed. The now, Chuck if, Markham rule. Yeah, now <laughs> if you've got the same amount of travel, and you're the highest seed; you'd be at home. See, the thing aggravates me about that game. We beat UMS right on their home field, and then Jackson was the second seeded team. If UMS right had defeated us, Jackson would have had to go to them. Well, we were number one in our region. Why, if we're number one in our region, why do they have to? Not, why do we have to turn around and travel there? And we still had a chance to win that game. It was a good, hard, competitive game, and had a, had a fumble there in a critical situation that hurt us. But, but that. Once again, that's a state championship there if we can win that one. so just But uh, that's why I'm so proud of what Coach Battles did here in 2011 uh, to break that ceiling. I think when you break that ceiling, it it makes it easier for the people that come after him. And what Coach Battles did here, did a great job, the all-time winning coach we've had in our history, and he brought Coach Waters in and that staff. And we won that one in 2011, and then Coach Strange come uh, come in – a couple years later, and we won that one in 2016, now he's got us back going for another one. So I, you won't – I'll say this about Coach Serene, you won't get a better game day coach than him too. So I, that's one good thing we got going for us today. Mr.
0: Markham mentioned – the daleville game don and i'm, I'm going to immediately turn to you because when we went to supper tonight that was one thing that you were telling us about that was your first year in roanoke and you got to call that football game and you got to tell that story
2: yeah i don't think i don't think most folks understand that i moved to roanoke alabama in 1992 from daleville alabama And so I actually lived in Enterprise, but the devil being on the south gate of Fort Rucker, uh, that's where the radio station was that I worked for at that time. So I actually did Warhawk football. And so when I moved to, here's what happened. Okay, so the radio station didn't make it. And so there were two jobs available in the state of Alabama in radio. Okay, I, I had one of those little directories. You know what I'm talking about. I, I know used, what you're talking about. used to show all the television and radio yeah, stations. Exactly. All right, so I go through there and call every radio station in the state of Alabama. There are two jobs available. One was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. One was in Roanoke, Alabama. Now, where do you think I was going to go? Oh,
0: uh, I, can't,
2: I can't believe that. <laughs> and I had heard of Roanoke, but I really didn't know where it was at. I had to look it up on the map. And I'm like, Roanoke is right <laughs> here just north of, oh, just north of Auburn. I know where I'm going to go. So anyway, that's a whole nother story to take an hour and a half to tell how all that happened. But um, yeah, so my very first year in Roanoke, we, we make it to the playoffs. And uh, third round, we play in Daleville, Alabama against the Warhawks. And I had done their play-by-play for the two years prior to that. And I'll tell this story because I think it's funny. Uh, at the time, it probably wasn't, but uh, Coach Parker, everybody knows. We Coach, all know oh, Coach Parker, yeah. and, and he—that's about his. He's an, is very passionate about about football and 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 everything else. And we we got to be really good friends uh, after this happened, but that particular night was pretty rough. Jackie Brown was doing uh, the sideline reporting for me, uh, and so Jackie was down at the Phil House getting ready to do the uh, the coach's interview. And uh, there were some, there were some mix-up on. And you know what? I'm, you've been here too before, probably. Was some mix-up on where the announcers were going to be in the press box, mm-hmm. where the coaches were going to be, and you know we're we're coming up on like five minutes to airtime. And Jackie comes out and he gets on the on the handheld mic, and he says, "We got a problem." I said, "What?" Jackie said, "Coach Parker said if you didn't get out that booth, he was going to come move you out of there himself." <laughs> 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 and uh, it might have been a little more colorful than that actually now that i remember it i'm telling the story uh but yeah so uh of course i knew everybody there because that's where i had been the previous two years so the the principal of the high school was gracious enough he actually moved his pa announcer out of the pa booth outside and let uh, our radio move over uh to do the ball game so that the hanley coaches could be in, in the booth that we were in uh, and like i said you know, it, it, at the time, it wasn't all that funny, but now it is, and and uh, in. Coach Parker and I, we talked about that several times, his years at Auburn. At that time, I was doing television, so I was covering Auburn football for the television. We would run into him a lot on the sidelines at Auburn in, mm-hmm. in the 90s, and uh, we laughed. We had a good laugh about that that story a couple of times, but uh, yeah, that was a great ball game. It was controversial. Lewis battle. Uh, we should have won that ball game. If we had won that ball game, we would have played Munford the next week, and I guarantee you we'd be sitting here talking about another state championship.
0: Yeah. Right and now. we exactly. had played Munford the first game of yep. the season. And yeah, and, yeah. and and that was the only loss on the schedule, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I and, believe it was. And, I think you're right. And you know, and and Don was there on the radio, and Adam Slate, Earl Manning, and, and Jim Sloan were doing television. <laughs> cable, yeah, ca- cable television. Yeah. We rebroadcast re- the games back on uh, <laughs> Saturday mornings yeah. uh, for everybody to watch, and uh, we were in the, actually set up in the visitors side, right. And uh, so we had Jim. Well, I'm
2: surprised y'all didn't hear all the commotion going on with us moving five minutes till airtime. Because I, man, can, I can assure you there were some discussions going
0: on. How many years ago was that? Yeah, uh, it's been a minute. If, if it didn't, 30 or so. If it didn't yeah. happen yesterday, yeah. I probably wouldn't wouldn't remember. Well, but if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't remember anything about the ball game anyway. So it, it worked out. Now, that was a year <laughs> after you graduated, right?
3: A year Chris? after I graduated. Yeah. I was at Ole Miss at that time. But uh, that team had a lot of talent, the 92 team, along with the, the 91 squad. And uh, two two tremendous teams in handling history that had the potential, had the talent to win it, and we just didn't get it done. Uh, the year, my senior year, '91, we got beat in the semifinals by T.R. Miller at home. That's the nights the lights went out at, at right field. If y'all remember was, that, was that
0: the eleven to eight game? No, they yeah. beat us thirty nine to twenty. We had
3: okay. the lead going into that the beat, locker room at halftime. That was yours. And, that was ninety seven. Okay. okay, and uh, you know, came out second half, and uh, they they had more depth than we did, and of course, coached by. Uh, Hall of Fame coach Jamie Riggs at mm-hmm. T.R. Miller was there for years and won I don't know how many state titles. And they won the title the next week against Deshler. Yeah. But that team had a lot of talent. I'm not just saying it because I was on it, but we, we had uh, six All-State players uh, on that first team, All-State players, and had three, well, really four, five. Five. Uh, five SEC Players signed off of that squad. So and go ahead and mention uh, who they were. Well, it was myself. I went to Ole Miss. Daryl Sanders at Auburn. Uh, Chris Davis, Kentucky. Stacy Garrett, uh, probably one of the best running backs ever to come out of Hanley, in my opinion. I'm not saying that because he was my teammate. It's because it's the truth. And uh, he wound up at Hines Junior College. Could have went to any SEC school. Had some uh, academic issues there coming out of high school that prevented him, but he went to Hines. And uh, on to UNA, University of North Alabama after that. But uh, I used to read – I was at Ole Miss, Hines community college is in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Junior college played on Thursday night. And when we would travel on Fridays, I'd always read about what Stacy was doing down at Hines. I mean, he made the clarion ledger out of Jackson every week and just long articles about him. And, you know, I'd brag about him, tell everybody on the bus, that was my teammate, but uh, (laughs) that that we need to be recruiting him to get him to Ole Miss, you know, after the two years. But he went on to UNA, but a lot of talent in Lewis – battles the next year went on uh, and signed and went to Auburn as well so uh, a lot of talent on that team and uh, yeah, more talent not as many opportunities i say back in that day to go to the next level there is now you know mm-hmm. the, the smaller school NAIA and Division two, a lot more opportunities now but we had a lot more players that you know could have went on and uh, played at the next level but uh, unfortunately we just didn't get it done uh, had our opportunities and uh, you know, when Hanley won the championship in 11, that was the year – the year after was my 25-year high school reunion. And I had a picture of the ring, and I was showing all those guys. hadn't seen them in years. And, you know, I said, guys, this is what we missed out on. I mean, we had an opportunity. We didn't get it done. And I said they finally got it done in 11. So, uh, you know, just one of those things. You, you look back on it, Larry Strange was our offensive coordinator. And then Chuck Markham came in, was uh, the OC. And, of course, Mike Parker, the head coach, during my time there. But uh, uh, some good football teams.
2: Yeah, and, and do we have time for one quick story? Do we need yeah, to go to break? No, go. Okay. Well I was just, I was just, you know, Chuck was talking about the two thousand nine uh UMS ride yeah. game. Right. Uh and then the next week it at, at Jackson. And um, I, I would just just wanted to talk about the fact that uh, how special that was because you know we all you, you can all after all these years you can say UMS right and the hash stands up on the back of your neck <laughs> and it's because it was such a great rival right I mean it, it was, was you know I, th- th- those guys down there have got have had some great programs over the years but that was the. Um, that, the 2009 year was the year that we beat them down there. And we, we talked about this at, at, at supper tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about how special the 2011 uh, state championship, the 2016 state championship. But I got to tell you guys, that 2009 win at UMS uh-huh. right in Mobile, Alabama, uh, was about as special as they come. I'm not going to say it was more special than a state championship, mm-hmm. but uh, that was just –
0: Number one ranked team in yeah. the state. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and 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 really and truthfully, if it, it, and I hate to say this, but that may have been Hanley State Championship game that year. Yeah, and, oh, and you hear you hear yeah. other people say that.
4: Well, it's uh, one of those games that gets you over the hump, and it kind of got the program over the hump. I think. Mm-hmm.
2: And we had gone down there so many times yeah. and, and left, you know, sad so many times, and to be able to pull that off, you know, and I know I noticed this by listening to you and Chris. Uh, you know, Adam. Adam will get uh, really excited, no. and of course, Mr. Boom over here will too. <laughs> but you compliment him because you bring him back down yeah. sometimes. To to <laughs> except for for when big things happen and there's these double and triple and quadruple booms going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm telling both of you calm down. And I'm I'm 150 miles away from you. But uh, <laughs> so the same thing would happen between Coach Fish and I. Yes. Uh, Mayor Fish, Coach Fish. I always called him Coach Fish, even when he was the He was my color analysis. Mm -hmm. And so at this – and one of the things I remember about this 2009 game, I was losing it. I'm telling you, I was coming completely unglued. And I've got the audio somewhere. I couldn't find it before tonight. But Fish, after I'm you know, leaping out of the press box because Hanley's just scored, it looks like we're going to win the ball game. I'm setting up the next play, and I'm just living. I'm off the top. I'm I'm off the chain. And Fish is going, now, the game's not over with yet, Don. We've still got such and such to play. And I said, Coach Mike Fisher, you're not going (laughs) to rain on my parade tonight. (laughs) Was this in the
0: 2009 game or the championship game? This was
2: 2009. This was at UMS, right? Okay. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It was funny, though.
0: It well, was... and, and the reason I ask that because Fish actually talked to me about it, and uh, well, it, Fish is a little and, older than
2: I am; his memory's probably messed up.
0: Well, but but he also called you out, and I got <laughs> I got to share this story because Whoa. this is great. He called you out in the championship game yep. a, as well. Hanley scored in the two thousand and eleven championship game with thirty three seconds left on the clock to take the lead. Yep, and he said, "Don's strength goes." Hanley's won it. Hanley's won the state championship. <laughs> he did that. And and all of <laughs> a did sudden – He and, and he says, Don, it's not over. <laughs> yep, he did. It, it's not <laughs> over. And lo and behold, Madison Academy drives down the field yep, yep. and uh, threw a pass, the last play of the game, yep. that was caught by On Johnson. Yep. And um, – his uh, hind end came down out of bounds. If his feet had a touch first, oh, it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. So I fish calls well. you out my, on that
2: one. My life flashed before my eyes when that happened because <laughs> I, the only thing I could really think about was was the heartbreak I would have felt had that happened. But now fish is going to be correct, you know, and I'm going to have to live with this the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what I was thinking.
0: Well, <laughs> and after watching the seven eight game last night,
9: oh, uh, anything. That's possible. the reason, that's you, reason you play oh, 48 minutes. You, you better wait
0: down. till it's, till till the fat lady has sung. Yeah. To get it, uh, to, to talk about it. That was unbelievable. Uh, and, Lon, I want to go, before we go to break, Mr. Barkham mentioned you at playing quarterback in 97. Uh, tell us a little bit about that team.
4: Well, uh, that was an excellent team with a lot of talent on it. We had a great offensive line that was very strong. Um, Butch Davis, Daniel Davison, Corey Nichols played tight end. Winky, seven foot tall, 200 <laughs> 50 pounds, um, could reach about eight feet across. Um, Raymond Hare played on that line. Um, and then as your skill players, people like Sandy Sims, Mm Laundere Whitlow, um, Derrick Brown, Derrick Brown's son played up there at Buford High School, Is out there in Texas now at the University of Texas. Um, uh, Shannon Motley was on that team, Wadley's coach. He was our fullback, um, We had a lot of talent, and uh, we could line up and just run it down your throat. There's no doubt about it. Defensively, same thing. You know, I I would have to go back and look at stats, but we didn't give up very many points. Um, And, you know, sometimes the ball doesn't bounce your way. Uh, I know I've heard Larry say it. I know I've heard Chuck say it. You got to be good. You got to have some luck. Yeah. And and then you got to have – you got to mitigate injuries, and you got to do all those things. Um, Jonathan Rowland was on that team. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. a 10th yeah. grader that went on and played at uh, University of Huntsville, maybe, I think. Yeah. Uh, or I, I'm not sure if Jonathan – Yeah. Maybe UNAC. Uh, so, somewhere up there. But we had a lot of talent. It was a good team, and, and it's one that if we had won that game against T.R. Miller, mm-hmm. I don't think there's much doubt that we'd have went on – uh, I played baseball at uh, Huntington with uh, the kid that played fullback and middle linebacker at Alexandria. And when we first met, and he said, where are you from? I said, I, Roanoke, Alabama. He said, do you play football for Hanley?" I said, yeah, I was a quarterback. He goes, I sure am glad T.R. Miller beat y'all. Because <laughs> he, he they they won the state championship that year. Yeah. He said, I don't see any way we would have beat you guys. Um and you know that makes you feel good, even though you didn't finish. But you know we got a chance for another team to finish tomorrow, and that's the that's the awesome thing. Okay.
0: Well, when I was talking to Fish, I got a, I got to dig online here just a little bit. Fish talked about uh, quarterback from the '83 team under Bill Ragle was Dennis Baker, Dennis Baker. Mm-hmm. and he said Dennis Baker probably came through and had one of the best arms, best passing quarterbacks that Hanley had ever had mm-hmm. uh, up until that point. And uh, I said, well, Lon was pretty good, too. And he goes, Lon was a pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he you a, him. Go ahead.
3: One other thing about the 91 and 92 team, we had an assistant coach on the Hanley staff now, Jody Pike. Yeah. was yes. a sophomore in 91, exactly. of course, junior in 92, and in his own right, 93, made uh, first-team All-State as a defensive lineman. So, uh, you know, Coach Pike, a tremendous athlete. And I think he had some opportunities to play at the next level and – uh, don't don't know what happened there, but uh, he was a, a tremendous athlete and a very big contributor on all all three of those squads.
4: And one guy I forgot to mention, um, and and I want to mention him because he's 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 passed on. For, but John Elliott, John absolutely, Elliott, yeah. was uh, absolutely um, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, you're talking about about a guy that was two two twenty five, two thirty, run about a four four five, maybe just slightly under bench press four fifty. Special talent in today's world, he would be he'd be seen a lot more. Right, um, you know, YouTube's done a lot for for kids in in smaller areas. Social media,
0: yeah, it's it it's the. It's one of the, the a great, major
3: major recruiting tool there.
0: Great great tickets. All right, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break before we bef- before we do that. Uh, streaming live in downtown Widawi tonight at hometown Pizza and Grill. Uh, Bobby Nobley and Alicia Nobley uh, streaming uh, our broadcast tonight. They're also uh, one of our sponsors uh, here this evening, and uh, they will be.
4: Uh Showing,
2: so, so they're on the way to burn. They're on the way to Tuscaloosa now with hot pizzas. Yeah, I think them. so. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah, they'll come, be here by the time. Come on, Bobby,
4: <laughs> we're waiting. <laughs> but, uh, hey, y'all, y'all should, y'all should have ate the burger that I ate. Oh my god! Oh, look, did we get a photograph? Somebody get
2: a
10: photograph. <laughs> I, I did. Get a
2: photograph, I got right. it. We need to just stand up there in front of the camera and right. show everybody
4: what this man. <laughs> I'm, had just,
3: I'm just. i glad I'm not rooming. I'm not glad I'm not rooming with you tonight. Well, me and Brian talked about it. We're going to switch up. I'm going to go over with you.
0: All right, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. And uh, when we come back, uh, and actually as we come back, we're going to hear the highlights of the 2011 state championship game
8: entities, and or marketing names, products, or services reference here are independent of SPF.
4: or meadowsfarmequipment.com. Hometown Pizza and Grill, located in Weedowie Village Shopping Center, is under new ownership. We're open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 11 to 8, and Friday and Saturday 11 to 9. We have a full menu featuring pizza, wings, calzones, wraps and sandwiches. Or try some of our catfish, chicken fingers, or hamburger steaks. And be sure not to leave without getting a dessert. Hometown Pizza and Grill live streaming tonight's show, and opening early tomorrow morning at 9.30 to stream the championship game. Call in your order at 256-357-4992. Hometown pizza and grill in the Weedowee Village.
11: First and goal for the Tigers from the two-yard line. High backfield handoff is to number three yeah. Duran Zachary. He's in. Touchdown, Hanley. Clock running at 19 seconds. Split backfield. Slow motion offense. Now he's going to throw out there on the corner. It's caught. Inside the Hanley 10-yard line. Fumble! Hanley's gonna cover it! Bumble. Hanley's ball at the 11, 12, 13-yard line. Here's Duran Zachary back in the ball game.
1: Zachary breaks, lays Zachary the fifth, He's and in! He's in! Deputy Zachary! Touchdown! Hanley!
11: Off the right corner! Zachary would not be denied. He took it the distance. Into the end zone, and the Hanley Tigers are right back at it. There's the onside kick. We got it, we got it we got, it, we got it, we got it. Hanley says,
1: we got, got it. Hanley's got the ball. We got it back, fellas. We got it back. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Wow.
11: Ah. What a ball. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness, oh. my goodness. In- since 1978, I've been doing this, folks, and I'll stand right here in Bryant-Denny Stadium and tell you, I've never called one like this. The Tigers walking back up to the line of scrimmage. From just outside the goal line, here's a keeper. Is he in? it down! Oh, glory, he's in! Trey Kyle's on the keeper. Into the end zone for the Hanley Touchdown. With 42 seconds left to play, 19-14, to the Tigers have the in the lead. It's Ryan Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. Second down and five from the Hanley 12-yard line. Olive with an eye backfield. Whiteouts everywhere. Olive rolls to his left. Looking into the end zone while Olive is in trouble. He throws it. It's going to be high. Trail, and out, out, and of out of out.
1: Out. So we, won. We, won. we won. We won.
11: The Hanley Tigers have done it, my friend. The Hanley Tigers have done it. They have won the 3A state championship on a brilliant defensive play at the end of the ball game. Hanley has won it. 20-14 is the final score. The Hanley Tigers have defeated Madison Academy for the 3A
0: state championship. All right, welcome back to the Capstone uh, here tonight. And uh, as you see to my left, uh, Principal Todd Cole uh, has joined us uh, in the house. And uh, I want to start with Don before we get back to you. Uh, Don, w- what a great call! But don't ever tell me and Chris that we get excited.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell us to calm down. <laughs> well, you know, uh, y'all have been there before, so you understand what it's
0: like. Amen. You know, man.
2: it's uh, you 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 try to be as professional as you can when you're doing it, especially when you're doing radio, because you're the painter. You're painting that canvas. You're painting the the picture for folks who are at home to be able to understand in in vivid color what's taking place uh, on the playing surface before you, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, or whatever. And so you really try to be as professional as you can. But doggone it, there comes a point where you just can't. you you can got to cut loose. It's the emotions that you get wrapped up in it, you know, and especially when you're doing it for your team. You know the team that you love, that you want to be there there for, and uh, yeah, we, we got a little excited that day, but th- it was for good reason, you know. And that that was uh, that was another day. It, it, every game has its stories, as, as you guys know. Something there's something different every time you, you go out to call a ball game, whether it's a state championship or not. Um, so we're standing in the northwest uh, at the northwest gate at Bryant Denny, waiting to get in that day, and um, so the the person who was supposed to check our passes and get us in never showed up never showed up and i mean we're rocking on uh 30 minutes to airtime and uh i'm i'm really bad about carrying a bunch of equipment Adam, mm. and uh, <laughs> uh because i want to make sure i've got everything i could possibly need you know and and i like to get there in plenty enough time uh i was often accused of getting there the day before and sometimes we were awfully close but you want to make sure everything's right and set up and ready to go and you don't have any problems because what will go wrong what what can go wrong will go wrong yeah, when you're when you're under the gun uh so we're rocking on 30 minutes to airtime and we're not even in the gate of course, you know, I'm just I'm, – I'm going ballistic. And I had Chuck Markham calling. I had uh, everybody I could think of that might uh, – Tommy, Tommy Hill was there. I had Tommy on the phone <laughs> calling, trying to find somebody to let us in the gate. We were the first game of the day, just mm-hmm. like it's going to be tomorrow at Bryant-Denny. And finally, they got us uh, in the gate and got us in the elevator. And we get, I don't know, about halfway up the elevator, going to the press box, and the elevator just stops. And, and, and here we, are. I mean, we're now we're like five minutes away from airtime and we're not even, they don't even have the equipment set up yet. They knew you were an Auburn fan. Well, <laughs> I guess so <laughs> because they, they, the elevator shut down on us about halfway up. Uh, but finally it got in the booth and, uh, and, and got set up. We were a few minutes late going on the air that day. Um, but but we got to call the ball game. We got to sit in the booth where Eli Gold sets every Saturday when he calls uh, Alabama football. And even though uh, my uh, allegiance is, is from the other side of the state, that's still awesome. Yeah. Uh, just as you guys got to go to Jordan-Hare Stadium and, and do one down there in 2016, you, you and I were talking about how ironic is that. It, it,
0: yeah. So strange.
2: That, that I would do one from Brian <laughs> Denny and you guys would do a Hanley championship from from Jordan-Hare. Um, But now you're going to get to do – y'all are going to get to do do one. I'm one up on you. At at Tuscaloosa, that's right. You're one up on me. Uh, But uh, that was just such a great day. I mean, it was – um, I, you know, it, it's hard to describe. It's just, uh, the, the pageantry, everything that, so, that surrounds the game is to me is just, uh, it's, it's, it's unreal. I mean, it really is. You stand there and you'll see this when you're standing up there, uh, tomorrow morning, you're going to be going, somebody pinch me. Am I mm. really standing here yeah. in this press box in, in this venue about to call a state
0: championship for my Hanley Tigers? Is this really happening to me? It's just crazy. It it chokes you up, and I did the same thing. It does, thing. Yeah. I, you know. I, I was at Jordan Hair, and I did I did the same thing. Todd Cole I, is with us. Uh, hey, I want ahead. to say
4: one thing. Since the elevator broke down, I think we need to take the stairs. And and Chris, you know, he carries that red bucket on his shoulder. That'll be <laughs> good. Had a lot more That'd stairs than Brian did
3: Than in a high school stadium. I think we'll wait on the elevator. Take our chances. Somebody
0: will be carrying me up. Todd, uh, a coach on that 2011 championship uh, uh, team, Uh, was that your first year back at Hanley?
6: No, that was the second. Second year. Uh, We actually got beat by Gordo in 10. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Had some running backs get hurt. and You know, things just really fell apart for us that night over there. But, Don, I listen to that last four minutes a lot. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm just riding down the road, I have that CD. Really? And I love it. I mean. Because I can remember standing on that field that day and I looked up at the clock with six minutes to go and I said, we have blown this. Yeah. Because I thought we were the better team. You know, I thought if we play on Friday night, seven o'clock, anywhere, we win. Yeah. But y'all, and and that's the big thing with tomorrow. You know, we're in the locker room at five, I mean, I'm sorry, we're in the hotel room at five o'clock that morning taping. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go to pregame at 6. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, the whole trip is just you're so busy. I mean, it's like a blur to you. And it was different for our guys. I mean, I you know, it's whoever comes in with the best mentality. And, and then, again, we didn't know how good On Johnson was. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, yeah. we once he That's went right. to Auburn, we yeah. realized he's yeah. a, a great player. He's a real deal, yeah. But, you know, it, it's different playing that. Early morning game. It is. now. I, I'll give Coach Strain credit for tomorrow. He's practiced early. You know that's something that we didn't do a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, something thanks to Mr. Markham, he's allowed us to do that, and I think it'll help us. But that was a blur to me. I, it might have been exciting to y'all, but it was a heart attack for me. <laughs> I'm you, it was. A, uh, but you know, it's sort of like last night's game. I don't know if y'all watched uh, Thompson and them, mm-hmm. but that. That last uh, four minutes, ours wasn't quite as bad as that, but yeah. it was it was exciting. Yeah.
0: What was your most memorable moment about that game in 2011?
6: The most memorable moment to me was, uh, I, you know, when we scored, uh, I can't remember, was it to make it 14 to 13 or something, we went for two. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell everybody this, and Coach Battles was standing on the field and, and – Everybody was, he was trying to decide whether to go for two or to kick the field goal and, or to kick the extra point, and um, he looked around, and Coach Waters told him, said, let's go for two, Coach, so we need to go for two right here, and, and uh, Connor had blocked our, Connor Boyd was our field goal kicker, he had blocked all the way down the field, and was kind of wore out, and uh, I remember Coach Battles looked at me just right in my face, and I don't know if he even listened to what I said, but I said, yeah, Coach, let's go for two. And, you know, we didn't get it. That was my most memorable moment. I this guy's state championship, but, but uh, everything worked out. But, uh, what was that last five seconds like? Wow. You know, we told him that's the one time we wanted to kick it deep. I mean, it, it, I don't know why we short-kicked it up there, but, uh, you know, just – I mean that you gotta give Madison Academy credit that year. There was no quit in 'em. I right. mean they, they fought to the end and and uh I'm glad I couldn't see that last pass. I just waited for the cheer of one side or the other. uh, I called it with my eyes closed.
2: I didn't want to look either.
0: Barry Bozeman said he was in the end zone. He was the stat guy. And he was running (laughs) down the sideline watching it. And and he knew, he said, because he had a good bird's eye view of it. And he said he knew he was out. But you could could feel the Hanley
3: fans hold their breath. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was dramatic in the stands. I can tell you, I was pacing back and forth in the aisle and uh, tearing up, about ready to cry. And, you know, and I did cry when when the final buzzer uh, came because it's, you know, so special. to You know, just to be a part of it at that point as a parent and as a fan, as an alumni, and uh, it's special. I can only imagine being a coach and a player.
6: Well, it's just there's so much that goes into a year. I mean, you know, it's uh, people just don't understand it's not out there and not, hadn't played in it or coached in it. You know, we – We had a couple of games where Breon, our running back, got hurt, and we were able to have somebody to step in. And, and, uh, you know, it's just there's a lot that goes on when you play 15 games. You know, uh, I know we've been cut short a little bit this year, but but same way with this year. It's, uh, you know, everybody knew how talented that 11 team was, very talented. I mean, big up front and great running backs, a great quarterback, Mm and, uh, you know, they just um, had to go perform, I, I, and uh, you know it, this team this year to me is a team that's gotten better every week. I yeah, feel like absolutely. every oh, yeah, exactly. week we yeah. have gotten better. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a lot that goes into it. People that 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 are not a part of it, you just don't understand. Uh, but it's uh, it's certainly exciting when you can get there.
0: Has it been a crazy week at the school? Oh, yeah. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy few weeks, you know. I mean, it's been a crazy year. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and
6: put it. It's been a crazy year. But it's, uh, you know, everybody's exciting. I, you know, here's my thing about it. We live in, right now, our world, we are in a world of uncertainty and and uh, of that's not normal. But Hanley High School football on Friday nights, guys, that's normal. Oh, you yes. Know, that's what, that exactly. brings some normalcy to Run Oak, Alabama, you you know, when I'm out there watching those games on Friday, it's just that's normal to
2: us. I refer to Hanley football this year as the the lining the the silver lining in our cloud. And if you will listen to the forecast tomorrow, you'll
0: understand what I'm talking about. Uh, we we needed football. Uh, you know, the the whole world to... needed it. I, you yeah. know, it's a, it, it it. And you've heard people talk about. Uh, high school football unites communities and everything and, and, and after being sheltered in for several months and, and everything and then not knowing that this season was ever gonna even kick off. You know, didn't we didn't even know that until uh, yeah, they might have gone back in June, but really it was August before, you know, okay, we're gonna play we're gonna play football. And then you didn't right. know from week to week whether you, you were gonna
2: didn't.
6: play.
0: Right. And, and yeah. how hard how hard is that been with with the forfeits and cancellations?
6: Well, you know, I'm going to tell you all this: there's nobody at this nobody in this world has more respect for Larry Strain than me. I mean, I love the guy to death. I mean it's we get about the seventh week of the season. We are going to play Cherokee County. We pretty much know that at the time, that's the region championship game. And we had a positive case on the football team, and we had to quarantine. Several starters. I mean, like three or four starters, and three or four other guys that play a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, Larry could have complained, and we could have forfeited. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. You mm-hmm. know, he said we're gonna go get a game plan together, and we're gonna do the best we can. If we forfeit, we lose anyway. Yeah, yeah. So what did he do? He went and put a game plan together, and we went and won the football game. Yeah. And to me, that's what makes you a good coach. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, win or lose that night, we had a great plan, and and. Yeah, it's been different. I mean, we're sitting there one week and we're supposed to play this game and the team calls and cancels on us. And, uh, you know, guys, it's not so much about us or the coaches, it. but it hurt me to have to quarantine seniors. I mean, this yeah. is their senior year. They're not getting to play in a region championship game. I mean, you know, you feel for those players. I mean, this is the last go-round. And I'm telling you all, it – Nobody can go through what we had to go through with canceling baseball last year and softball. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that, you take a season away from somebody. <clears throat> yeah. And it's the same way with football. I mean, you it, but it's it's different. I mean, you just, from week to week, you don't know whether you're going to play. And, and uh, you know, you may be preparing for this team, and then the next day you're preparing for this team on the, you know, <laughs> have a week and a half to prepare. Yeah. But let me tell you all this, I, and I, Coach Strain has done a tremendous job. I mean, we... Of of, see people. When you're not involved in it, this is what happens. They go to the field house at, at 150, They go in and lift weights. They go get dressed. They go on the field. You're on the field by maybe three o'clock. Well, this year it wasn't that way. You had to come in. You lift in this group lifts. You keep this group separate because you can only have one person at each weight mm-hmm. station. Then you go into uh, in the locker room and get dressed in different groups because you don't want them all in there together and then you go to practice so it's been hard but he has done a tremendous him and the coaches have done a tremendous job um we've taken more buses this year than we've ever had just to keep them separated on buses but you know I just I give him all the credit. Well, I won't give you
3: I won't give you a shout out to you and Mr. Markham both. I mean, it starts at the top with the superintendent, the principal, and of course Coach Strain and his staff carried out. But y'all all put together a great plan. We talked about it in several broadcasts. You put together a great plan and you carried it out and executed. It and for the most part, were able to mitigate right. the COVID situation. Other than that one week, and all that did that. Of course, you hate it for those guys that had to stay home, but it created opportunities for some underclassmen to step up. And help uh, lead that ball club uh, that night. Uh, you know, several several players stepped up, and uh, but uh, I want to give shout out to the administration because y'all did a wonderful job too, helping carry out that plan and, and doing what uh, needed to be done uh, to keep the players safe.
0: And, and I don't yeah. want to give away halftime. My halftime show tomorrow, but uh, my my halftime guest is he's actually going to talk a little bit about that the job that you did, and not only you but the other principals at the other schools, Lynn Robinson at the middle school, and. Uh, right not love.
6: Well, you know, and uh, to me, I'm, I'm a little biased, but I think we got the best superintendent in the state of Alabama. Oh, I, I know mean, you I, do. I, I, yeah, I
9: know I, you I, do because I
2: was uh, on the school board when he was hired. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, uh, You're
9: taking all the credit. Uh, huh? I am 100% my fault. <laughs> and,
4: and, and to add to what Todd's saying about Coach Strain and the coaching staff and, and the effort they put in to mitigate, when all those kids leave and go home, those coaches are cleaning. That's time they could be watching film, but they're cleaning instead. and then they turn around and watching film. So their job has been quadrupled and I mean ten tenfold to accomplish what they accomplish in a normal year. And they've done it and got this far.
0: i I told Tim and Tim and I talked about it with Coach Strain. Every time we go to interview Coach Strain, he's got a bottle of sanitizer and a towel in his hand. And he's cleaning, and he's doing something, and he's and I even said it in, in one of our shows. He's probably washed more clothes and done more laundry than he did in his whole combined career because of, of the restrictions and everything. And Robin,
4: had. don't and, and, leave Robin.
0: No, out. I'm. Uh, I'm. Oh, that's the real coach. I, that's yeah. the real that's coach. The real. Rob, the Robin Strain is she. <laughs> she is the boss, and she helps and does does a tremendous job helping him. But uh, you know, it's been a different world. And I will say this about Larry Strain. Larry, I have never heard Larry Strain complain one time this year. Tim is my witness. He has never complained about anything that he's had to do. He's been focused on playing football and, and doing what, he, what he's had to do uh, every weekend and week out. And I guarantee you one thing, when this football season's over, he may hibernate, hibernate like a bear because he hadn't slept this year.
6: So he don't sleep I don't know. Uh, You know he'll text me sometimes One or two o'clock in the morning stuff And I get it the next morning But <laughs> uh, he doesn't sleep a lot uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, guys.
0: We're going to take another commercial break. We're going to come back, and uh, we'll come back uh, and listen to the highlights of the 2016. I'm going to get that right. I said 2011 while ago. I don't know where that's I that's okay. At. We'll take but, it. But okay. uh, 20, the 2016 <laughs> championship game, Mr. Cole's going to stay with us, and uh, we're going to get Tim Altork in here in uh, around the table as well. Uh, we'll do that right here on the iSchool Sports Network after this break.
5: www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Hometown Pizza and
4: Grill, located in Weedowie Village Shopping Center, is under new ownership. We're open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 11 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9. We have a full menu featuring pizza, wings, calzones, wraps, and sandwiches. Or try some of our catfish, chicken fingers, or hamburger steaks. And be sure not to leave without getting a dessert. Hometown Pizza and Grill live streaming tonight's show, and opening early tomorrow morning at 9.30 to stream the championship game. Call in your order at 256-357-4992, Hometown
8: Nolensville, twenty one hundred B Southbridge Parkway Suite six hundred and fifty, Birmingham, Alabama three five two zero nine. Securities offered for Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member, FINRA SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and/or marketing names, products or services referenced here are independent of SPF.
1: Eclipse Four A State
11: Champion, Hanley High School Tigers led by head coach Matt Strain.
1: Matthews in motion, on the jet sweep, hit in the backfield, and brought down by the swarming Henley defense. Handoff, watch around right in, he's got 5, he's got 7, he's got 8, I've got a bounce, close to the 17. it at about the 10, and to the 25, and a big hit, very great. Smiling hit, we talked about it in pre-game. he likes to hit, he will hit you. he'll hit you hard. Flip screen to Meadows. He's got the first down and he's got more. he's gonna take it to the house. The 30, the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Back on the street. the power of the dead. Got, he did, off was back on to out got five. Man, got, and boys gotta Looking for a receiver. He's got Christian Allen complete. Breaks the tackle. spins, Looks for a blocker. Going straight up the middle of the field. Touchdown, Christian Allen. It oh. is six. rolls to his right. Looking for a receiver. Now dumps it to Jay Brown inside Madison Academy territory. Turns on the jet and knocks out of bounds at about the 23. Them. Looking for a receiver. He's got one. the ten. Five. Touchdown. Out of the wind beat. Now in motion comes Watson. Handoff to Malik Meadows right up the middle. Breaks one tackle and out to about the forty-three. In motion into Malik Meadows. Vettner takes the pitch to Houston. Looking up the middle. He's got Malik open. Touchdown. Touchdown, Henley back to pass under heavy pressure going down for about a six yard loss. Dre watching.
11: Just a quick stat to pass along. Hanley has not allowed Madison Academy a rushing yard in this ballgame. They're, they're sitting at negative 16 rushing yards. Wow. Look at the crowds we've brought on the road in these playoffs and here today everybody's going to share in this win and uh and uh enjoy it and they should and uh, if you're part of the henley family uh, we appreciate you uh being able to travel these ball games if you haven't been able to travel we appreciate you listening to us on irockinboogie.com 2016 most valuable player award
1: number 12 jeffrey Fender. To present the 2016 state championship trophy
11: for Class 4A is seen executive director of the AHSAA. The Class 4A state champion, Hanley High School Tigers, led by head coach.
0: Chris mate, that was our moment in the uh, in the sun at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Uh, uh, Brother Wes Kinsey was uh, with us. Uh, Quandale was with us uh, that day. Of course, Bryant was uh, uh, roaming the uh, sideline mm-hmm. and, uh, and everything, and that was our moment uh, in the sun,
3: your fondest memories of that call. Well, it was just a great day, and uh, the crowd that we brought with us, and, uh, uh, you know, Hanley came out early, uh, took care of business, put the ball game away, and, uh, you know, we didn't have those, uh, you know, uh, you know, heart stopping moments towards the end, like we did in eleven. But no. uh, of course, you know uh, that was fine. That was fine. It was just a great experience to be there in Jordan here to call the ball game with you and uh, Wes and Quandell and Bryant and. Uh, of course, if I had one wish, I wish Brother West was with us and gonna be here with us tomorrow. Uh, miss him so much, but uh, you know, uh, just a tremendous day, tremendous football team to watch the, that that uh, team in 2016 and what they did over the course of the season. And uh, started a little rough, but uh, then rattled off 13 straight to win it all. And, and you talk about West in 2011, Caleb Kinsey
0: was on that football yep. team, and he got he got his ring, and. Wes didn't have a chance to broadcast that game. And I can't help but think tomorrow, I guarantee you, that he's going to be with us. Oh, Absolutely.
3: Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I
2: was definitely. just going to add to to that conversation. I called Hanley football from 1992 through 2011. The 2016 game at Jordan-Hare Stadium was the first Hanley football game I sat in the stands and watched as a spectator. That was the first, and it was great because, like you said, we we took care of business early, yeah. and you kick back and enjoy the the pageantry that that, that took place the rest of the day exactly. after that. It yes. was fantastic.
3: Yeah, it was a special day. At, uh, you yeah, know, I, I don't know how to describe it. Just uh, you know, something I thought. Uh, that I never would be doing. I, you know, gotten this thing. Uh, West Kinsey asked me to be a part of high school sports, and of course, we did some stuff for Sam, Sam Bob Mike Cain, right. and and then uh, Al Haynes and Wes and uh, uh, others started iSchool school sports and doing game of the week, and then it, it led into doing every ball game and able to do. It. I never thought uh, when that started I'd be able to call a, uh, be a part of a championship uh, broadcast team and uh, hear this twice. I uh, yeah. get to do it twice. Yeah, I,
0: I, one one would have one would have suited me. Yeah. But oh, I know. tomorrow, I'm telling you guys, tomorrow when I walk into Bryant Denny Stadium around the corner, you won't be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. It, that that is special. <laughs> Everybody knows my allegiance. Todd, you were on the sideline of that game, but not as a coach, as as an assistant principal. Uh, as Chris talked about. Hanley came out and smashed Madison Academy in the face in the first half of that football game and pretty much had taken it – got a win by halftime.
6: Yeah, you know, I I think that we smashed Madison Academy that day. But I think that, that team was so talented. Yes. And I think one of the best things that happened to them was they got smashed the first two games. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I think it brought them back to the reality. And uh, – you know, but the biggest thing that stands out to me about that team, of our state championship runs at Handler, in 2011, we played Slocum first round. They were 8-2. They had a tiebreaker. Slocum thought they were the best team in the region. Second round, we played T.R. Miller. Everybody knows how that goes. Mm-hmm. Third round, we played 12-0 Washington County. Fourth round, we played Clay County again, and then Madison Academy. In 16 this is what stands out to me about them. They played West Blockton first round, had to go to uh, UMS Wright, mm-hmm. which if you win there, it's, you've got a good football team. Yeah. Had to go to Thomasville, to Andalusia, and then to Auburn to play. I mean, when does that happen to you? That's what made that team so great to me. And, um, you know, to, to to overcome that. I told Coach Strain the other day, I said, uh, when we found out we had to go to American Christian last week, I said I'm glad. I think your teams play better on the road than they do at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but in uh, the same thing this year, guys. You look at Viger is a that's not yeah. a first round Qual- team. No, no, no. You know, Montevallo Qual- does different. not have a bad football team, yeah, and and I mean we have played a. I mean the our runs, if not a lot of times, it's who you draw, but mm. we've not been very lucky on the draws. So. Mm but yeah had to earn that 16 championship that's exactly you know, right yeah.
3: had that to earn it brian, yeah.
0: brian earned his miracle mile drives on uh, in, in 16 we 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 pounded the pavement and we knew uh we knew back roads in in uh, southwest yeah. alabama that i don't think most folks know
3: well, the titan titan uh had uh co-pilot i mean uh, autopilot going south on 65 isn't <laughs> either way yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and this year we got i-20 covered so yeah. we're
0: good to go tim altork now at the table with us uh from the randolph leader the leader man the leader
9: guy the leader but man
0: you were you were the 16 game. You were back in Roanoke at that time.
9: First of all, I have been sitting back in that corner watching the first hour of this show, and I've had the best seat in the house, <laughs> listening <laughs> to you guys. Seriously, I've sort of entered the Hanley orbit a little bit later in in the story of this state championship uh, sequence that they've had. I wasn't around in 11. Uh, I came in at 16 and saw that run. But to hear you guys talk about all the near misses and, and all the things there that uh, that the Tigers, good teams that y'all have had in the past. Uh, it, it's just been a real treat to listen to y'all uh, the first hour of this show. and, and you know, but, but coming to 16, it was like – I call him Coach Cole because I covered him as a baseball coach. So, um, But when Coach Cole was telling us about the 16 run and the path that Hanley took, y'all talked about the near misses for all the good teams before. There were a lot of chances for a near miss team in 2016. Yeah. Yes. But they were able to win those games – push through and win the games and not turn that into missed opportunities. I was at the Andalusia game. Y'all, I know, remember it very well. Um, Watching that team and what they were able to do defensively, uh, it it was just stunning watching a high school football team defensively completely dominate what had been a very good offensive Andalusia team. They held them in complete check. and, And like you guys were talking about at ACA last week, where, the, where they were just completely demoralized. And that's how it was at Anilusion 16. We're seeing that sort of same pattern again this year, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. But but talking about the 16th championship game, it was kind of almost boring. I mean, in, mm-hmm. in, in retrospect, looking back, and, and Hanley really took it to him, and even missed a couple of opportunities in that game where it could have been a lot more lopsided in Hanley's favor. Uh, they really dominated after running the those three trips to Mobile. It, it, it was a victory party in Auburn for mm-hmm. Hanley. After that first half, that was a great year.
0: It, and Todd, it's it's so strange. You talk about going to Southwest Alabama to play to Region One, and this year it's been completely the opposite. We ran through Region Three. Is that right? Is it Region Three? And so it, you know that that's right. kind of that's kind of a strange twist uh, in four in A. Uh, is it because Andalusia's five A and and UMS right? Is that part of the reason?
6: Well, I mean, those are two storied programs. I mean I don't I think you've you've got I mean, yes, you take those two out of South Alabama and it hurts. But but also I, I think that uh our region was a little better than what we thought. You know, yeah. we knocked a lot of those region one teams out first round. Um almost made almost got to the, the three the three four. Yeah, three yeah we got four. three of almost the four. Almost went four for four, so uh, you know, that region over there, Bibb County's always got good football. Yes. I mean, they, they – and I'm going to tell you all something, too. Now, I watch a lot of film from week to week on these football teams. I don't coach anymore, but I watch a lot of film. And this Bibb County team was not the same team that played ACA that we played. I mean, they had found some identity by the time we played. Right. So, it, you know, it's a little bit – They. right. Viger, you know, Viger got beat early, but they beat Williamson, who won the region the ninth game. So yeah. – you know they that, but that region over over here is you know that Bibb County's always had good football and and ACA's just hey I'm gonna tell you all something number three for ACA what's his name uh, Kamari uh, Lashley. Kamari Laster. Yeah. he's the best football player I've seen this year yeah he, I mean he's a great on defense yeah. I mean he's just a good football player they got a good they had a good football team guys we but. You know, it's like Tim mentioned, we just kinda of demoralized them. They couldn't do anything. And when you make a team one dimensional mm-hmm. as a coach, you can just say, man, it's fun to coach them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't run the football at
9: all. So um but it just it turned the game a little bit. One thing that coach had said to us, Adam, you mentioned our interviews with Coach, we get to visit with him every week, Coach Strain. And he said about Bibb County and some other schools that they face, they're football schools. These are schools that are that right. focus on football and want to be good at football. And they, they're much like Hanley, which, of course, Hanley is good in, in other areas as well. But Hanley's a football school. I think you can fairly say that. Mm-hmm. And they want to be good at football. But Hanley has gone out and, and beaten teams like that that aren't just sort of happening into a good year. These are teams and programs that are good year in and year out and at the top of the sport. And that's the path that Hanley has taken to get to this championship game.
0: And while we're combining the 2016 championship and and talking about uh, tomorrow, I I talked to Coach Strain, and and I want to play what he talked about. I asked him the question about the defense from 2016 and 2020, and I want to play that little clip for us.
10: Well, you know, everybody wants to start off comparing the 2016 defense to the 2020 defense. Even my players here on the 2020 team says, Coach, tell me what the difference, what do they got that we don't have? And and there's uh, both teams has got some elements to the game that is different than what the other one does. Some of them are advantages, some of them are disadvantages, you know. You go back and look at the 16 team, you know, you you talk about how good our defensive fronts and they were. And now, uh, how good was your linebackers and they were. But, you know, how do you compare a Josh Hatcher and a Trey Drake to a Jake Cottle and a Christian Jones? You know, that it's, I'll take any one of them for any time on any one of my teams. You know, you say, well, 2020, you got a Dylan Brooks on a team that's received major D1 scholarship offers over probably 40 uh, offers. But you know, you go back and look at my 2016 team. You know, one kid that just played one year, the Tyrese Hurd kid. You know, he had multiple offers. That you know, he would have signed somewhere in the SEC from playing one year. But but I, I think it comes back really. Uh, to the mentality of the kids if you compare the two. Um, you've got to have some folks, and, 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 I, and I tell you, this, this kind of sums it up. Um, Friday night after we got through playing in ACA, a lot of the ACA players came out and talked to our players and after the game, and I know they weren't supposed to, but there's one player on our team that nobody from ACA would come up and talk to, and that was Matthew Towers. And to explain it this way, Matthew Towers, the best term that I hear, he played nasty. And when I mean by nasty, he wouldn't, he was not mean or do anything, thing, you know, that was against the rules. He was just playing physical. He would run over you. He would whip you. He would pull from the guard and just demolish somebody's spot. He didn't care. He was just playing nasty. And them people didn't like it. And I think in order to have a good defensive team, you got to have somebody that's nasty, that just don't care. They're, they sacrifice their body. And, you know, you can go back in 16. We had several. But Trey Drake would have to be the epitome of that team, uh, of the one that would have that honor. This time – Depends on who, depends on who, on what play. I've got several that would like to be nasty. You know, mine when he decides to, he can be nasty. Christian Jones can be nasty. Matthew Towers is on that bunch. I've already said he's nasty. So, I think that's that's the key to it. And it's a mindset or mentality that your kids have got to have.
0: All right, there's Coach Strain talking about there's the defense. Uh last week against uh American Christian academy, and he's we're giving up eleven point one points a ball game We're talking about defense and we talked about twenty sixteen and you talking about now you can't compare the two defenses got different players, but you heard him mention he had. intermix any of those players some of those players on on that football team and I think that's the thing that stands out to me you always hear in football that defense wins championships if they can't score they can't win and that's that's something that I think about something to
9: just add to that real quick Adam we or I've asked coach a couple of times throughout the course of the, the season this year is this a championship defense and of course you know, when, as you're going through the season, the, the, the right answer is that that remains to be seen. But when he's comparing players on this defense to players on that championship defense from 2016, that's just a little hint inside his mentality of how he sees this team and how capable they are. So that, I think that's something to just kind of pull out of that when he's comparing those, those two defenses. Hey, I see these guys, and I'll take those guys along with, with the guys from 2016 any day. That's a good sign.
0: Well, I hope Mr. Markham's not watching because his principal at the high school, Mr. Cole has already admitted he watches a lot of film uh, di- during the week, and uh, so I- I'm going to go. He on. does too now. <laughs> <laughs> but so you've watched film. What is what is the thing that stands out to you about tomorrow's game from the Gordo perspective?
6: Well, the biggest thing to me is they are more pass-oriented offense. They love to throw the football. Now, those passes, you know, you look at the quarterback, if I figured it right, I want to say his uh, completion percentage is about 70%, isn't it? That's right. 68.2. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. A lot of those passes are five yards, two yards, yeah. three yards. So, I think disrupting that, you know, getting in his head a little bit, a little bit of pressure um, – We've got some big guys on the front. Dylan is able to not only pressure you, but make you throw the ball different, you know, to create – he don't create a lot of lanes for you to throw the football yeah. in. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to stand back here and throw it down the field on us all night. I think they're going to try to work the ball. Now, I still think that this Hanley defense, if you can't run the football, it's going to be a long day for you if we come in with a mindset. But that that's – you know, you got to be able to th- – I think you got to be able to run the football a little bit on us. So, we'll just see. I mean, I I don't um, – um, you know, I, I don't want to jinx this or anything. Nope, nope I, think, this. I think you got <laughs> to <laughs> run the football a little bit. Yep,
0: I, and he's talking about the quarterback, Tanner Bailey. Mm-hmm. He, he missed about four or five games during the regular season. He had a collarbone injury. Uh, he was 135 for 198 for 2,222 yards, 27 touchdowns, and only six inter- interceptions. He's about six foot three, 180, I think, 185. Yeah. Uh, and he's only a junior. And he's a high three-star, four, low four-star
3: quarterback. Uh, and that's who he's talking and about. I think your assessment's right on, uh, Todd. About uh, get get in his, mouth, rattle his cage a little bit right early. Got to do that early because uh, if you give him any time, he's got a solid offensive front. They average about 240 across that front, and they're they're well coached. Look to be to me what little tape I got to watch and uh, good technique. And they pass block well. So, uh, we've got to do something. I think our size advantage along our defensive front, coupled with the speed and the quickness of our defensive front, we should have an advantage there that we can get some pressure on him, uh, hopefully, because that's going to be key. you got to get him off his game. Uh, like you said, uh, the short game, uh, he's got such a quick release. He doesn't hold the ball very long. And uh, of course, so you got to get back there, get in, get in his face, rattle him, get him off his game. Because you give him any time, uh, he will pick us apart in that short game. And our, the back end of our defense has got to do a good job. They've really stepped up the last three or four weeks. The back end of our defense, uh, some of those guys: Jordan West, Quade Lewis, uh, Jay Haynes, uh, Cannon, Kyle's, who else? Uh, Dequavius Lawrence. Those guys, especially last week, the the, the guys they faced against A.C.A. Uh some of the better players, like you said, that we faced uh as far as from the receiver core and they did a tremendous job last week. We'll need that effort tomorrow uh to help in that passing game in defense of it.
6: Well all, you know all good quarterbacks they got a they got a clock in their head. They right. know when to get rid exactly. of it. Exactly. But you know how to stop it. Run the football. We yeah. gotta run the football. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let him have the football. Exactly. That's, that's the right. That's you the key take, to this game. Take the
2: yep. ball away from him. And one thing I've noticed about Hanley watching this year is that You're uh, welcome. <laughs> well okay,
9: touche. Adam was waiting for that. One.
2: <laughs> he was waiting for that opportunity. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Yeah. Uh but in watching Hanley this year, it, it it's you know, when you watch as much football as all of us do, you you, you learn to pick up on, on things. Uh and, and to watch Hanley, you can almost tell the second they start believing this is a done deal. You know, it's like flipping on a light switch. We Mm -hmm. saw saw it in in last week's game. It became. There was a certain point, and I told you we had this conversation. Absolutely, Hanley's got this ball game. They know they've got this ball. Mm -hmm. They didn't at that time, but you could just see it in their eyes—the way they were. You know, and, and that's what they've got to do. They've got to get in the, in the in the head of the opposing quarterback tomorrow, get him to thinking about what's going on. As long as he's got time to sit back there in the pocket and find those receivers and not have to really think about it, then uh, it's going to be a long day. But if he has to start thinking about what he's doing, and that's that's where we'll be, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what's got to happen.
9: One thing that I, I like to do, I, I like to look for trends. Uh, you watch a trend over the last two weeks for Hanley in the playoffs. They've played against players that are going to play – have division one offers Hmm. you know you look at the running back from Bibb County he got his yards he got his touchdowns played well but nobody else did and and Hanley you have to be that sort of elite player same thing with Lassiter last week against ACA Hanley gave up uh, somewhere around 280 yards of offense 180 of those yards were at the hands of of Kamari Lassiter either running or receiving the ball the rest of the team got 100 yards. Mm-hmm. So, if this quarterback for for Gordo is as good as he's made out to be, which I think he is, he's he's going to get his yards. Yeah. But the key for, I think, Hanley is making sure that nobody else can beat him. If they shut down everything else around him, sure, an elite player is going to play well. But if he plays well and he's the only one, Hanley's going to be in good shape.
3: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And you, to, to Todd's point, establish that uh, as far as offensively for Hanley. Establish the line of scrimmage. Do what we do. Uh, Hanley football this year has been the identity. is running the ball with Tay Meadows. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about him on, on the way over here, how special he is. And, uh, and our offensive front, uh, I think – going back doing the math, looking at starting lineups over the course of the year, I think the last two weeks is the first time we've started with the same combination of offensive linemen. And a lot of that's been due to injuries. We lost a couple of starters before the end of the regular season. Uh, COVID, different things, moving people around. Now they've hit on a combination uh, at the right time, and they're playing well at, the, at that mesh point, fitting up with the uh, defensive linemen, getting pushed there, and, and getting Tay Meadows to the second level. When you get him to the second level, I mean, gosh... He, he's something something else to to see, and you know we we compared him a little bit. Uh, they asked I We were talking about him on the web. Don't way over say here. it. Don't <laughs> say <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't do it. I won't do it. But uh, wait, wait till tomorrow. He is special, and uh, he is special. You, you get him to that second level, then uh, he he just really he shines, and of course. You know, you got to have big guys up front. you got to have a good scheme. you got to have a good quarterback. We've got a good quarterback, solid senior. And Evan Cofield has really come on in the playoffs as far as the passing game. Of course, you you establish that run. Everybody, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It opens up the passing game. He's been really efficient and effective with it. Uh, and has uh, really come on here uh, the last f- five or six weeks, really. Uh, and this team has really begun to peak and
9: mesh and, and do good things. What does it say about all of us, just real quick, that – we're an hour and a half into this show, and that's the first time Tay Meadow's name has come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're,
0: we're waiting. We're we're hiding it. That's we're right. hiding it. Hey, but but Todd Chris talking about the offensive line, and you were you were a coach, and, and he's talking about the different combinations because of injuries. What does it mean to get those guys reps together?
6: Well, it means a lot. I mean, it, Chris can tell you more than anybody. There is no <laughs> group on, in, you know. You know, on a football team, when you coach, there's no group closer than the offensive line. Exactly. They love each other. They're they nasty. They all eat a lot. You know, I mean, I'm just messing with Chris. That's right. really, But they love we each do. other. We do. I mean, they really do. I mean, I, you know, uh, the offensive line coach is the most loved coach on the team. Everybody yeah. loves him. And he's and, usually a nut, too. Right, yeah. he is. And if you don't have a nut, you're not any good on the offensive line. <laughs> and I'm not saying that about Coach White now. But, uh, there you, but, are. but uh, you know, yeah, I think once you get some continuity up there on that offensive line, it really helps. Um, I think we had a couple of positions that we had to convince some kids that we need you to play here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think once they bought in – now we're a better football team. yeah. And, uh, that's just coaching guys. I mean, you know, you got to put them in the right spots and it, sometimes it takes this long to get them there, but I think we've got them there. Yeah. And, uh, but I think that's key. I mean, I think, you know, Taze, it is what it is, guys. He's a great running back. Yeah. Um, you know, if he don't get a yard tomorrow, he's a great running back it's to me. Exactly. So, but, uh, but he's, uh, but it's all about those guys up front. I mean, we're blocking and, uh. You know, we're getting him to the second level. And like Chris said, when you get him second level, I mean, nobody wants to tackle him. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean. yeah. Well, if, if he can't run around you and make you miss, he's going to run yeah. over you. So he's got the strength to do that, but he's also got the quickness and the ability. And we talked about that. That's something that what he's got, and you know it, Todd, that's not something you can't coach. You can't coach it. It's God-given ability, vision, uh, balance, the whole nine yards, and he's got it.
6: But you know what's even greater about all that? He's a junior. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and heard, Haynes is pretty good, too. That's yeah, right. Yeah. One, two is, punch, yeah.
0: But I heard you say something, and I heard Mr. Markham say something. Tay Meadows is a great
6: football player, but he's a great kid, too. Great young man. Yes. I mean, he is just, you know, he's, all, he's one of them you never have in. And let me say this, guy. You don't win championships with bad kids. No. Look, 2011, we had great kids. I mean, look at them. Look at what they're doing now. I mean, look at Bradley Bozeman. It's not about the football part, but look at his foundations. Yeah. Look at, he's a great guy. I mean, not only him, but look at, I mean, look at those guys. Look at the 2016 bunch. I mean, you know, they were probably a 4.0 in the secondary back there, GPA. Mm-hmm. And look at this bunch. I mean, they're, these are good. Um, last Saturday morning, towers that y'all talked about (laughs) at eight o'clock in the morning he was at my christmas tree farm bathing christmas trees so they're good kids i'm telling you they work hard they do what they're supposed to do there i'm just telling you they you don't win these are good kids here do you deliver I don't. <laughs> he, he had to slip in that
9: Christmas tree. He had to get that in there. That was good.
0: Doggone it, I've been trying to get Mr. Cole to advertise on iSchool Sports. And, uh, and he, and, he, and, he slipped one right in right on you. And, and,
3: and, and, What's the address now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this card. I, I don't know what the address is, but
2: I see signs all over Randolph County when I come home, so it can't be hard to find.
0: <laughs> Tim, Tim Altork, i, I got to ask you this question. We've teased each other. During the playoff shows and throughout the time that you and I have known each other, that we could sit around and talk football uh, forever. The sun comes up. And, We've and, just and, about done it, and, <laughs> and, and, and we we have done it. You know, I I've got a few notes here and everything, but I uh, I just went off. We, we went off script and everything. I haven't even got Brian in yet. I guess I'm going to have to save Brian to, to, for for tomorrow. You're going to have to give him some more time on
9: Mike Fields' man on the field time tomorrow. Yeah.
4: Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Lunch. I was going to say, I don't want this to end. Let's just keep
2: going. <laughs> well, well hope, hopefully tomorrow's game will be like 2016. You'll have a bunch of time to fill, and
0: and then you can talk about everything in this brother. I'm hoping that the gate is open, Yeah, that we get in and get set up we're going to go on the air and we're going to talk we're going to talk a a long time in our pregame show for for about an hour. And, and then
2: the entire second half is going to be a complete runaway. Hanley's going to be up so high you're not going to have to even worry about anything, but you can talk to the Mike Fields man on the field.
6: Yeah. Let let me say this and then I'll get out of your way. <laughs> and you can get Brian over here. But uh I want to say this. Everybody knows this has been a tough year. I mean, it's financially, you know, Just because we let in a limited capacity does not mean that they went down on helmets and that kind of stuff. Adam, I want to thank you on air, Um, you and your crew here. Chris, what y'all have done for us, televising these games or or live streaming these games for us, putting some revenue back in. It's helped us, and I want to thank y'all for that. You don't have to do that. but it's been a big help to us, and I appreciate it. Um, you know, that's one good thing about Roanoke, Alabama. When we needed money to come on this trip, guess what? We didn't pay there. for anything. The community jobs sure seeing. Right. Yeah. They, and they, the same thing with you all. We appreciate it. Tim, what you do at the Leader Forest, we appreciate that. I mean, we've just. You know that's Run Oak, Alabama. That's what's great about it. That's why we all love it. And he, like Don, he may live up in North Georgia now, but he loves Run Oak, and Absolutely. that's why he's here. And uh, I just want to thank y'all because this is a—it's a special place. I don't care what anybody says. This is a special place, and uh, you know whether you played on the ninety-one or
9: whatever, it's special. It is. So, and I'll, I'll uh, coach Cole isn't just saying that. I'm gonna share a quick little story. I live over by the high school. We crossed paths in our vehicles the other day, and I see Coach waving me down in his vehicle. He saw me coming towards him. I stopped, backed up. I thought he had something to tell me. He was just making sure I was going to be able to get into the game, make sure I had my pass, making sure I was okay, taken care of. I said, Coach, I got it. Thank you for checking, and we went on. But he he was thinking about us. In in that regard, and so that's that's not just something he's saying right now. He's, he lives no, it out there, and,
0: and he did that during the regular season for us guys. He talked to the principals or coaches or athletic directors and and let them know that we were coming. He helped me out because we didn't know you know we didn't know if they were going to let anybody broadcast or what was going to happen, and and he did that. and uh, and, and I also want to thank you. I, I got to say this, and and I hope Jamie Broom's watching or listening, uh, but uh, you help me out for basketball season we're gonna we're gonna live stream basketball coming up uh and we're gonna live stream the uh, varsity girls and varsity boys games and uh we needed a little platform in the gym and i i I can't wait to show a picture of it i don't have one loaded up but uh jamie broom went in there and he's a resource officer but he did this while school was out on on break, and he built a platform for us because you asked him to do that. And But iSchool Sports was founded to give back to the schools. That was what Wes Kinsey wanted to happen all along, and I just wanted to continue the tradition of doing that. And, and, and you know, we're sitting here talking about handling, but I have three other broadcast crews that go to all of the county schools and we do the same thing and and I'll tell you the pay per view was a tremendous tremendous success this season uh i, I mr Markham and you know they asked me uh, what did I think about the numbers and you know did it, they were worried that I thought they were low I thought they were astronomical you know and and in this particular year of covid nineteen every dollar counted All
10: right
0: yep. every dollar counted <laughs>
3: Well, I can say this about it. It's been fun streaming it, uh, getting it on uh, television for the the fans to watch. It couldn't make it uh, to the game. But uh, when this thing started back in 2015 – We'd come to the stadium with one bag. All right? <laughs> I now knew th- now, we're now. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Now we
10: got about 10.
3: Uh, it, it's quite a production, but, I mean, it's well worth every every minute. Of course, Adam and Lon, they do a lot more behind the scenes. I'd just show up and talk about football on Friday night. And so, Matt. And Matthew. And Matt. And, yeah. And My yeah, crew's
2: uh, the same way. Fish, yeah. I don't. he wouldn't know which. how to plug in a set of headphones, but much less. I know how to pack <laughs> and carry it. But, uh, <laughs> Chris knows how to do the headphones and uh, set up stump. the headphones. Uh-huh. Stump would do it i'd have to tell him how to do it fish nah, <laughs> yeah. but uh but
3: uh it's well worth yeah. it <laughs> Fish, Fish, Fish was, yeah. Fish showed tablet. up, you know. He <laughs> yeah. showed up when he was supposed to, you know. A local,
6: get, local celebrity, <laughs> that's right. He, he walked in with his coat and tie on. Handley football he's, a, historian, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. He, he he absolutely
6: no. He is. Most
2: of the time, he was out trying to find a, a yard sale to go to while me and Stump were sitting up the equipment. <laughs> I, we left. Uh, we were doing woodland. Uh, golly, I can't even remember where we were. We we're somewhere up around Piedmont, and we literally brought back in the uh, radio station van, a plastic Santa Claus. <laughs> one of those that you sit out in your front yard, that you plug the light up, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, that don't make them anymore. We brought one of those back home with us that Fish went and bought at a yard sale while
0: we were getting ready to do a wooden <laughs> football game. That happened. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, listen, guys, I and I know we got to let Mr. Cole go. He His wife's roaming around the hotel somewhere. He doesn't even know where she is. So can I
2: just say one thing about that one right there? How impressed I am, Todd, and I and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Todd and I, um, I watched that kid grow up. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we we, we used to deer hunt together, and and uh, it just uh, it's just amazing. And I was so happy to hear that uh, you you got the principal's position at Hanley High School and. Uh, I remember all the years of uh, you playing football and then coaching and, and now being the principal. you know and, and I may live 150 miles away from Roanoke, Alabama, but I can assure you a part of my heart's in that town always will be. and it goes back to the, to the very reason you you were saying just a few moments ago about how wonderful that community is. you You, you can't forget about it and you don't. you know life happens and, and, and you move on and, you, and sometimes you have to do things. Uh, but you never forget, and uh, my 22 years in Roanoke, Alabama, were special. And uh, I just, well, I just wanted to tell you how, how proud I am of you. I can remember uh, sitting 40 foot up in a tree stand that you built, <laughs> and you're standing on the ground saying, "What's wrong, Don?" And I, of course, I couldn't. If, if a deer had walked out, I couldn't have shot him because I couldn't move my gun. I was afraid it was going to fall out of that deer stand. <laughs> uh <laughs> that happened <laughs> uh but even 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 todd's dad uh Smokey did color with me when you with me and uh jackie i can remember we did a game over in coosa at coosa central uh lightning was popping all over the place and uh, we're sitting over hey just this good times i mean it really is and, uh but congratulations todd and i'm, I'm glad roanoke has got you
6: well, I appreciate it. Now, And i tell you this now. I've been to Helen a couple of times. I can understand. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty nice place. <laughs> you know, waking <laughs> up
2: and looking at the mountains every morning, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. That's
0: right. <laughs> and, and, Don, you, you're talking about Todd, and I don't know if you know this. You probably do. But Todd is actually the first alumni of Hanley High School to ever become principal of Hanley High School. Yeah, yeah. How
2: about that. That's cool stuff, and, and, yeah.
0: and that's that's cool. And I've known Todd for for a long time. I remember him when he was a youngster running around at the country club and mm-hmm. had the swimming pool out there. And of course, he he had that that little stick in his hand playing golf. And uh, and uh, he he the apple didn't fall far from the tree. He <laughs> he he can beat his daddy now, but he couldn't beat him then in golf. I knew
6: we'd have to get into this golf. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but i am i'm telling y'all i'm excited i can't i mean it's to be able to you know i we i knew it was going to be a tough year going into this job but it was something i you know i wanted i, I knew now let me say this I, I didn't want mr foster to leave i mean he was no, he was a great and, guy i mean great guy and great friend of mine me and him walk talk about seven days a week now but uh he's just uh you know i knew if he left when he left it would you know, I, I wanted to take over, and, and I thank Mr. Markham and the board. I mean, Lon's here. I thank y'all for um, giving me the opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, I told Mr. Markham that I'd work hard at it, and well, nobody else would love Ronald run up handle it as more, much as I do. And, you know, so um, – and it's been fun. And, uh, you know, no better way to start it than tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Let's get this thing tomorrow. Yeah. That's the deal
0: he brought up Mr. Foster and I got to talk about this real quick cuz we 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 talk about UMS right all the time. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Foster's at at uh, Pike Road and doggone it he can't get out of UMS right. They played UMS right in the playoffs <laughs> and uh, this year and and he Mr. Foster just can't shake that team. The University
2: of UMS right. Yeah yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
6: I said we talked about it every day. I didn't hear from him for about three days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, they just didn't finish that night. They had the game won, just didn't finish. Got a touchdown return, a uh, kickoff return for a touchdown right at the end of the game. But, uh, you know, I hate it for him. He said he was coming up here tomorrow, and I uh, – but uh, – You know, it's kind of good to rub it in his face right now. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to get him up in the booth at (laughs) halftime. But
0: And and I I agree with you. You know, my relationship with – I was a PA announcer at Hanley for 20 years. Uh, and I did radio prior to that, and then I did some radio in that when you you guys, were doing some games, and I was right. doing doing other games. Yep. And uh, but for the past twenty years, up until a couple of years ago, I was a full time PA announcer. And 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 this is my joke: Mister Markham became principal when I and and he got me to be the PA announcer. So I trained him how to do Friday nights. I trained Mister Foster how to do Friday nights, and I trained Mister Cole how to do Friday nights. Now, <laughs> trained something I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't get any credit for that, but uh, <laughs> but but that no that 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 of course is is a joke. Mister Markham and I learned about Friday night football together because I can tell you the first thing that happened to me as a PA announcer, my very first game, I forgot. To get the band to play the national anthem, <laughs> <laughs> forgot to so, call for the national anthem. I, you know, and I, I'd never been a PA guy. I, yeah. You know, so it, it, I was I was I was a little bit out of a fish out of water uh, back then. But uh, doggone it, guys, this has been fun, and we could probably go on for two more hours. I I don't know that anybody in this room is going to get any sleep tonight. Anyway, I, I know probably I'm not, not going to no. sleep. I know Mr. Cole is not going to get any sleep. Lon probably won't because Lon's been ready. Usually, they, they accuse me of being the guy that's ready to go on Monday or Tuesday. Doggone Lon Hurst has the been. The sign re- work yeah. didn't work, yeah. man. Chris, yeah. He was bragging about that Chris. sign. Chris, our engineer, did that. Yeah. <laughs> but but Lon has been chomping on go since Tuesday. He has been ready to go.
11: I've been ready to go
2: since last Friday night. I did. I, I did. I had, the, I had the room booked at the hotel before the game was over with. I was ready to go.
0: And we weren't far behind you. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were leaving, and I headed down. All
2: I, I was booking the room. All I could hear in the in, in back of my head was Fish saying that Don, the game's not over with yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: Tim, your final thoughts and comments uh, before we get wrap this thing up.
2: One
9: thing that I – Never really had a chance to, to work in here, but, you know, I like stats and things like that. I, I
0: know what you're going to tell. I hope you're going to tell what I hope. I think this
9: is what you okay. were hoping I would say. Um, the, the. You talk about Hanley and, and uh, elite football programs over the last 10 years, and Hanley probably, outside of folks that are familiar with it, probably across the state doesn't rise to the top of that list, but it should, especially if Hanley wins tomorrow. You, if you look at – over the last 10 years, since 2011, when Hanley won the 3A title, if Hanley wins tomorrow, it'll be their third title in that time frame. There are only, now, depending on how the St. Paul's game is going, but there's either three or four schools in the entire state that would have more than three state titles in that same amount of time. And, and those three, right: Hoover, Fife, UMS Wright. Those are the only schools, only programs, regardless of classification, that would have more state titles in the last ten years than the Hanley Tigers. So, you're talking about an elite program in this state and rarefied air if Hanley can win tomorrow, and I hope they do. Wow.
0: That's big stuff. Yeah. Can, can we say the program that Todd built? <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, I did. I kid Mr. Markham about that all the time. So said, we never had one that I got here in ten. But... <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add that's Tim? it go tiger <laughs> chris i'm just excited i'm primed up ready to go ready to get to that stadium in the morning uh we need to be there guys up ready to go by 5 30 need to be at the stadium by 7 30 so uh i'm ready to go breakfast we're, gonna, gra- break? we're gonna grab and go at the hotel Lon's <laughs> already got that covered grab and go so uh get in there get set up and get this thing going i'm ready to kick it off Don?
2: Well, I, I'd just say that uh, this has been fantastic. Thank you all for, for allowing a, uh, an old radio broadcaster uh, to come back and uh, get to do what uh, I love doing the most. Uh, out of everything I've done in my, in my career, high school football has to be number one. I mean, there's just no question about that. It's just such a, a great thing. And uh, thank you for allowing me to come back and do that. And the second thing is, um, you know, we got a good chance of rain tomorrow. Uh, but I, I've just been over here looking uh, to get the latest information. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the rain is gone by 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. So That'll by the time we kick off, I think we'll be, you know, it, there could still be some showers around, but I think the rain will be the rain will be ending. Now watch it snow seven feet tomorrow morning. <laughs> Most likely t- will happen.
0: 2011, if, if I'm not mistaken, 2011, it was bitter cold that morning and there was frost in the seats. It, it was very cold. Yeah,
2: it, it,
7: it, it
0: it it was it was it was real real cold uh cold that morning. Lon, do you, you wanna add anything?
4: Go tiger's all I wanna say.
0: There you go. There there you go. Uh folks, we rambled on. Uh like Tim and I talked about this bunch of guys right here could just talk football for hours and hours and hours. The one thing that I, I need to pass along before we get out of here, Don, you gonna you and I, you're gonna be my right hand man and back me up here. Uh a little confusion about the video portion tomorrow. iSchool Sports is not going to have the video. That is done through the state. They will have the video. So you can watch, and I don't think there's anybody on cable in Roanoke that carries, I don't think in Randolph County you can watch it, period, on, on cable for free. So you will have to subscribe to watch the game on NFHS. Best okay.
2: 1099 you ever spent
0: tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. We will have audio only on iSchool Sports Network tomorrow. So what I'm going to tell you is if you want to listen to the Hanley broadcast and watch the game, subscribe to the television, to NFHS, and mute it. You Turn the volume down and turn up iSchool Sports Network. And here's the cool
2: part about that: you can hear Adam and Chris tell you what's about to happen up on your big screen TV, and then you can watch it. Because <laughs> there will be a little bit of a delay there, but it's well worth doing. I've done that several times this year.
0: Yep, and and you can count the booms. <laughs> boom, Cause, yep. cause he, get yeah, yeah, the boom. get the boom counter.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're we're out. Okay. Well, we got audio. We got audio. F- so uh, we're, those that were watching, uh, they they might can they might can still hear us, uh, but uh, we got a couple of messages that uh, we're going to end this thing with uh, here tonight. And uh, thank you, folks, for uh, joining us. Uh, video and audio. We know the picture went out. We know the audio still streaming though uh, as well. But uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be on the air tomorrow morning at nine o'clock with our pregame show, and we'll hear comments from Hanley Head Football Coach Larry Strain. I'm Adam Slay for all the guys here at the table. Bidding you a good night. Listen to these messages. I think they're important. This is Jill
11: Patterson-Hicks, Mayor of Roanoke. On behalf of the city council, the city employees, and myself, we want to wish the football team, cheerleaders, and band good luck on Friday. Safe travels to everyone and go Tigers.
5: Oh, this is special. Very special. Uh, you know, you always want your kids to do better than you did. And so, uh, yeah, it was real, real special when they, when they won it, for sure. It's one of those things that that I don't know why it makes the hair stand up on my neck. You know, you just. Hi, I'm Bradley Bozeman, and I'm with the Baltimore Ravens. But most importantly, I'm the alumni of Hanley High School. In 2011, I was able to play in Bryant-Denny Stadium for the state title, and we were able to bring home the blue map. That was our moment. But now the 2020 Hanley Tigers are fighting for their moment to be etched in history. Best of luck to the Hanley Tigers, and go Tigers!
0: Play action pass, Cofield rolls to his right, looking downfield. Now he gets the pass off, and it's complete on the far sideline. Looks like Dylan Brooks snagged it at about the five. Double wing formation with Meadows at the running back behind Cofield. Same play off the
1: right side. Got some it the it running room. He's got a first play, first guard. He's going he's to run the
0: house,
1: down Tigers.
0: Cofield out of the shotgun with Meadows to his left and Brooks, the tight end on the right side. Meadows on the stretch play to the right side, bounces it I mean. come to come the outside down the sideline, slips a tackle, breaks another one, he's into the end zone, don't see any flags, touchdown Tigers! comes in motion underneath, Cofield takes the snap, rolls back now, looking downfield for a receiver, looking for Brooks, he's got it at the 25! Cofield out of the gun, screen pass to the near side to Quade Lewis, looking for a blocker, he's got one, he's
1: in open field, he's at the five, into the end zone, touchdown!
0: Party underneath center, and he reverses out,
1: and boom, he, he is hammered is in the backfield. Christian Joe, whoa! Yeah! Excuse me, whoa! <laughs> whoa! Underneath, off the right side, and Meadows has got it. He's got it, down yard all the way! Whoa. He's to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, five, Touchdown
0: 27 to go in the first, in our opening quarter. On the first down play, Cofield back to pass, he's got a wide receiver, he's got Lewis is going, going to the
1: house, Good touchdown Hanley, no penalty, pass on the play, boom.
0: <laughs> Center this time, reverses out, hands it off to Meadows, right up the middle, still on his feet, spins out of a tackle, Ooh.
1: still on his feet, Ooh. and he
0: jumped him <laughs> all the way to five points. Hardy back to pass under some pressure from Brooks from
1: the backside. He's going, he's going down. down at the 41.
0: Right of Cofield out of the gun as Robertson goes in motion left. Meadows, now they're looking for Robertson right up the seam. He's to the 20. Still on his feet and down at the five yard. Handed off to Waller. Oh, drill by Cotton in the backfield to steal a line from you, he de Only He clean. goes big in the backfield as Cofield goes underneath center. Man goes in motion. Meadows off the right side. He's got a first, bank,
1: first down down the sideline. Puts Three, two, go. Go. Touchdown
0: yeah. Tigers! Woo. Woo! Boom! All right, 18 seconds to go here in the first half, Hanley with the football at the 10, second down and goal. Power eye formation, Cofield under center. They fake the jet sweep, looking for Brooks in the Touchdown! It is a low line drive kick, fielded at the 10 yard line by Maurice Cameron. Cameron breaks it up in between the hashes, now goes to the far side of the field, trying to pick up a block, he's into open space, picks up
1: a block from Dylan Brooks, still on his feet, breaking tackles, down inside, ACA Ooh. territory at the 39.
0: First and goal from the 10, Meadows off the right side, breaks the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Into
1: the end zone! Oh,
0: the the Ooh. Ooh. Play clock down to 10, 7.50 and counting in the game. Sudi back to pass, under some pressure! Oh
1: yeah! Dylan Brooks! Dylan Brooks slammed him to
0: the turf and that's a huge play. Second down. And 25 back at the 45. Sutty back to pass. Fade route right up the near sideline, looking for a receiver. Yes,
1: Intercepted by Jeremiah Lewis. And Jeremiah with tremendous coverage on that play. Great job by Jeremiah. Step for step with a Cam Jefferson